Hey, this is Aaron Gordon. This is Evan Fournier. This is Jonathan Isaac. This is Mo Bamba. Need a new sports podcast? Check out what's new with the Orlando Magic Pod Squad. The host of characters give you a behind-the-scenes look at Magic Basketball. The Magic Pod Squad has you covered. Subscribe and rate on iTunes and the Google Play Store today. Welcome to another edition of Orlando Magic Pod Squad. We're joined by Nick Vucevic, Magic Man, kind enough to sit with us here in the hotel room. Can you, Vuce, can you kind of set the scene for what this what this looks like everybody hanging out around a bed it's kind of, is this the most uncomfortable podcast you've ever done well i haven't done many uh the one i did do i actually had a nice chair to sit on but this is okay that's not bad but it's an interesting setup for sure i wanted to put vooch right on the bed just lay him down right on the bed i wanted dante and vooch to lay on the bed side by side <laughs> right there. side by side yeah. 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 if nice that time. happened i didn't even want to be yeah, no. here <laughs> True. This is so. This is typically how my room looks. I, I try to keep it neat. This is, is a your, lot is, neater than my room. Is your room? A, are you guys' room a mess typically on the road, or do you keep it neat? No, actually, since I've uh, been married to my wife, uh, I've become uh, pretty neat with my stuff. You know, yeah. clean my stuff up, uh, make sure everything is packed right. Uh, yeah, I used to just throw my stuff in, and, and you know, it wasn't worth the argument. So, just started doing my things funny how nicely. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, he's already learned. He's already learned how to pick his battles. That's right. That's, That's good, right. man. That's really good. Yeah, I, I keep my room clean. Um, I mean, it's, it's kind of our second home when you travel so much, yeah. and you know, feels good to have it clean and nice and know every, where everything is. So, but this hotel is one of the best we stay at. Though it's, it's really nice. Agree. No, there's no question. Were you guys a little nervous last night? Do you, with the uh, gale force winds that we were flying through, do you, does that ever bother you, or do you even get concerned about flying? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm sure they wouldn't let us fly unless it was 100% safe. But You'd like once to, are you really oh. sure? Well, I'm not. <laughs> well, sure. I'm glad somebody's terrified sure that. last night. I, I was not happy. But once you're in the air, and uh, I mean, then you start feeling the turbulences and everything. It's not a. It's not pretty. Uh, and then uh, when we he said we were gonna wait around New York for thirty minutes and there were gonna be some turbulence, I was like, oh come on! Like it's not the most comfortable situation to be no. ten thousand feet above uh, ground and just wait to land. You can't see it in the front because you guys are up in the front and we're in the back. But David likes to do the impersonation of the drunk fisherman. That's always that always calms my nerves when he when he, when he casts out and he's like <laughs> that. That makes me feel that makes me feel a lot better. Yeah. When it gets yeah. rough, we get kind of. Kind of giddy back yeah. in the back. It, it's a little rougher in the back, Nicola, than it is up front. Have you ever flown in the back of a plane? I have. I have many times, but I, I never, I never didn't. Know no, it's rougher actually. back there. Yeah. It's yeah. Definitely, it is. it's, it's not good anywhere. But what do you think the worst flight we've had this year? We were talking Sacramento, about Sacramento, New Orleans. Sacramento. Honestly, I, mean, I had one horrible flight uh, just this past summer, going from Orlando to DC. That was my worst flight ever. Okay. Uh, it was delayed for three hours first, and then once we we're in the air. Uh, we were we had to fly like extra hour because of the weather we couldn't land in dc but the worst thing is that so we're about to land in dc and the guy says well we have to wait at the airport is closed and they told us to wait about an hour we have 30 minutes of fuel i'm like why, why, why would you say that? For that does I mean, I'm like, <laughs> said that on the loudspeaker okay I'm, I'm not a genius at math but that doesn't <laughs> that doesn't add up and i'm like wait well, hold up so i'm asking all the people around me he just said that right and then they're like yeah and then like five minutes later he's like okay we can land so maybe it was a joke and he thought it would be funny but we started landing and it's the worst turbulence i've ever experienced it was really really bad i was so scared and uh and then like we landed fine whatever but since then like all the stuff that we had it seems pretty 
pretty cool to me, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I think we fly so much. I mean, it's true. You either get immune to it or you get like crazy scared of everything. Well, the guy in the bed, we have the loadmaster, and he, he told Derek Fuchs, we should be safe to land in Newark. <laughs> was exactly how we explained it last night. Should be. Should be. Thanks, pal. (laughs) Thanks. That's pretty comforting. That's awful. But we got here. I know you like to get to the next city, and we're here. You like New York City. New York City is a fun town, isn't it? I love New York. It's a a great city. I mean, before, um, until like three or four years ago, I never really had a chance to experience New York. Um, But then we had a couple days here with the team a couple times, and then I came with my wife two years ago and kind of, uh, experienced it for a whole week and I uh, really enjoy it. I mean, it's so much to do. It's a great city. It's unique. I mean, with all the, I mean, the huge buildings, all the people, uh, so many cultures here, uh, so many nice spots to go. I mean, shopping, whatever you want. Uh, you can walk everywhere. Just so much energy here all the time and it's just an enjoyable city to be and uh, I really like it. I really enjoy it. I always love coming here and I actually even plan to come after um, the season with my wife. And uh, hopefully our, our son lets us enjoy it a little bit, but we'll see. No chance. Nope. Not happening. <laughs> Can you afford the real purses or do you get the fake ones like we do? I have a guy that works on the, on the corner of 57 and 7. <laughs> He's great. He gets, you know, good stuff. You can't tell the difference. That stuff's hot, you know. <laughs> I know. You could be get careful you with that. Yeah. Couch purses. Couch. I could, I could get <laughs> you in trouble. Right. Well, listen, Vooch, this has got to be this has got to be fun. This season, you're back to work here after the All Star break, and I'm not going to ask you about the playoff push because I ask you about that every time, <laughs> every time I see you. But w- what are you seeing with your team? You got to be proud of the way these guys are playing right now. No, I'm especially proud of how we responded after you know a tough stretch when we got uh, 12 games under uh, 500, and you know everybody wrote us off, and it wasn't easy. You know, it was difficult because you're you know two three games. If you lose those two three, you're almost completely out. And we had a huge response, and uh, we went in, won some big games on the road, had a big stretch, and uh, you know played great. And uh, now we're right in a position where we wanted to be. And uh, so it, it's on us. You know, I think if we take care of business the rest of the season, we'll be in a good spot, and we'll have a really good chance of making it. But uh, it's just on us, really, because we know what works for us. You know, we, we we've done it. You know, we've shown the past couple of games. And uh, so, I mean, there's no secret. No, we know we know what it is, and uh, hopefully we, we stick with it. No, last night was a great win for us in Toronto, although even without Kawhi, I mean, they're still a great team. And so we just have to keep it up. I want to ask you about what I think is a turning point, but you're obviously, you're in the locker room. You know much better than we do, but coming back from the West Coast road trip in January, you lost five, four or five, five of six, I think, and had Boston and Houston, you know, facing you, coming back on a back-to-back homestand. Winning those two games, you know, in my mind, that kind of flipped the season. I, the season could have gone sideways in a hurry. How do you guys see it? Do you see it that way, or do you not even think in those terms? I mean, I think I agree with you because, you know, if we had lost those two games, it would have been a much bigger hole. And also because it was two teams like Houston and uh, Boston, and they kind of uh, – I think those two games kind of – gave us uh, more confidence that we can do it. Uh, I think after those games, we had a few bad losses, but we kind of knew within ourselves that, you know, we beat we beat those two teams, like on a, it was a back-to-back games too. So we know that we can do it. We just have to uh, really do it for 48 minutes, execute and do it every night. And, uh, you know, if we had lost those two games, it would have been very tough uh, for us for sure. Would have been a big hole, but I think that gave us kind of a boost of confidence and uh, we, we kind of kept believing, and, uh, and then this last stretch just something turned everything for us. And it's crazy how in the NBA how things work. I mean, you you lose five out of six, and you think it's you know it's the end of the world, everything's over. Then you go out and you win six out of seven, and now you know everything's great, and you know you're the hot team in the NBA, and everybody thinks you're gonna make it. And just you gotta just always you know stick with it. You know it's it's never over. Fush, talk about 
Steve Clifford and how big a part of all of this he has been. Because I, I find it interesting, like when we're at shoot arounds and practices, nothing changes with him. You don't get too high, you don't get too low. The preparation, the attention to detail is always the same. Um, is, is that a big part of the success we're seeing now that you guys are just getting used to, to him and no, absolutely. I think he's, you know, his attention to detail, uh, especially in shoot around when we prepare for a team that we're playing. Uh, he always says it's like, you know, it, it's going to be the same way if we, if we get to the playoffs because it's very detailed. We go through a lot of plays. Uh, you know, we do a very good job scouting. And it's never overwhelming. It's really the, the simple stuff that we need to defend. And then we pay attention to the things that they're very good at or you know, the special players. And uh, it helps us. And I think that, you know, it maybe took us a little while to really – um, for our players to really kind of get adjusted to it and to really buy into it. But I think we did now. And I think you see uh, during games, I mean, th those things that we go through, they're not necessarily going to win us the game, but they're going to, you know, uh, give us a chance to maybe take away four, six, eight points. And when it comes down to a close game, you know, that that's all you need, you know. And he always says that, you know, it's never the huge things that, that win you the game. Sometimes, yeah, you're going to have a night when you just make every shot and you just win or sometimes you're just off offensively and you just – it's not going your way. But most games is, you know, the little things that you have to do. And I think that's what those shoot-arounds that we do and the preparation helps us a lot. Uh, and and uh, some games actually has helped us uh, big time and we're able to win a game because of little things like that. Vooch, Cliff has gone back to instances he's been through in the past, whether it's been with the Magic or the Knicks or do you guys uh, – what, what do you guys think about that when he when he brings up those in, things that he's already been through? Does that help you guys in preparation? No, for sure. I think, you know, when you, when someone has that experience that he has uh, and he tells you, you know, we've had a similar situation in Charlotte or – with the Knicks, you know, we had a similar thing. It it, uh, it helps you a lot because you, you know that it's doable then and it gives you confidence that we can do it as well. Well, if they did it, you know, we're just as talented, we can do it. And uh, and also the experience that someone has, then you know that from his experience, he can help you get through a tough situation or if things are great, you know, make sure you don't go too high. And uh, so I think he's really been great for us. I mean, obviously his coaching is great. His knowledge of the game is great. But the way he's been able to manage us, our personalities, you know, our up and downs, all that, uh, is, uh, it's been huge for us because we're still a young team, team that doesn't necessarily have a lot of experience in certain situations. And so it's been great to have him, and he's a huge part of why we've been able to be at this level right now. You've put up really good numbers for the, the entire time you've been in Orlando. You've been pretty much a you know a double-double guy, very uh, very consistent in terms of numbers. But we all sense, Jeff and I talk about it a lot, just um, how, how much improved you are. I mean, little things, uh, things that the stats really don't show up in the stats this year. You're 28. You've been in the league, what, seven or eight years now. Is this just the natural progression of an NBA player who has to go through certain things to become a winning player in the NBA? You make winning plays now. Um, that doesn't happen early in, in most players' career, does it? No, I think so. I think that the experience that I've, you know, had through all these years has helped me, you know, grow into this player and uh, kind of understand the little things that are important for us to win. And I think also, you know, with Coach Cliff, you know, the, all the communication that we had and all the stuff that him and his coaching staff, you know, teach us, you know, it's helped me also take the next step. But I think, you know, mostly it's just the experience. I think, you know, every year you learn something. Uh, then now the, the game comes to be much easier than before. You know, before I used to have to use much more energy to do things. Now I do much 
I do I'm much better at reading certain situation, knowing when to do what, and especially on the defensive end. I think that's when I made a lot of improvements. And uh, I know I'm not going to be, you know, this great shot blocker that some guys are in this league, but there's other other areas that I can be good at, you know, using my IQ or my, my, my length and uh, cover space. And I think that I've been uh, doing a much better job at that. And offensively, obviously, as well, making reads, you know, with, with my passing or with my post scoring, when to pop, when to roll. All those things, you know, just come from studying the game over the years and playing uh, all these years. And uh, I think that, you know, for me, I think I'm just starting to go into my prime. It's interesting. You say you're not going to be that big shot blocker. You had a big one last night. You had a big one in Atlanta. You, you've had some timely blocks where you've come on and pinned a couple on the glass. Yeah, I think I've just you know, been doing a, a better job of uh, you know, t- timing it and keeping my hands high, not fouling. Uh, no, I've studied that a lot, uh, how I can be more effective in that area. And, uh, you know, sometimes, you know, you don't necessarily have to be, you know, a huge shot blocker. You know, sometimes the just about the right timing or even if it's just contesting the shot, making it tough. And you know, more often than not, they, they're going to miss it because it's not easy to score over somebody, especially that that's taller than you. And uh, so, yeah, it just comes from me watching film, studying, uh, you know, talking to the coaches, you know, especially Mike Batiste. He was a great, you know, defensive player when he played in Europe. And, you just, you know, you learn. And uh, you know, I knew that that was in one of my best strengths and I had to work on it, and I did. And so far, I think this season's been good for us and it's helped us. You mentioned Mike Batiste. You know, I, I watch him. I watch him work with the big guys. Pretty impressive. What what has he done for you this year? Well, he's been you know, huge for, I think, all our bigs. But um, he's just, you know, he, play, he played in Europe. Actually, his first year in Europe, he played in Belgium. And he actually played against my dad. So I know him from then, and then uh, I mean I don't know him, but I've known of him from them. And then he went to Italy, and then he went to Greece, and he had an amazing career in Greece. One of the best Americans to ever play in Europe for sure. And uh, actually, I talked about whatever. You know, he's top three Americans ever to play in Europe. And uh, when he played, a Euroleague was I think at its highest level. Uh, so many great players played then. And then uh, you know, I mean, just you know, his experience from playing. You know, you just you know, he understands how we think as players. And you, know, you talk to him, he shows you little things. Uh, you know, you work on things that you need to do. You know, when you watch film, he shows you things, and just you know that he knows because uh, he's been through it all. And so when you talk to him, you know, you you know that he's not you know, um, you know, he's telling you the, tr- the truth and what you need to know. And you learn from it, and you grow. And I think. Uh, it's huge for us. I think, especially you now, he's helped me a lot. But he's going to help you know guys like Mo and Kim who are younger than me and uh, are going to uh, improve a lot. And so I think it's been great to have us to have him for us. Uh, huge addition. I, I want to ask you about the the All Star thing because um, you know you, we we've all read you you know you love we know you love the experience. You want to go back. You want to make it an annual thing. We you know that's great and obviously that's uh, that's interesting. I love that stuff. But you know, I'm does he make that you? Game. Does he make? Does he make you guys call him All Star Nick Vucevic like he does? To you me? should hear some of the stuff now. Yeah. I heard him tell. I heard him tell Maggie last night that his autograph doesn't come free anymore. <laughs> like, that was a good you one. Gotta, when, we waiting, when we were waiting in custom, he, he said good. something about, "Well, I used to give my autograph for free, but not anymore." <laughs> I yeah. do love now throwing it here and there for a little bit. It's gonna. Sure. I can do you that for about a month. Sure. Yeah, you know, just yeah. jokes here and there. Uh, it's funny. I mean, I I've using sarcasm and. That type of humor in general, so you know, especially with Maggie, because she's been here for six months and she still doesn't get it. Right. So it's always it's always funny to, I, to do it. We're gonna I'm gonna uh, you know get off topic again. But when I first met you, when I first met you, I remember I sat down and did an interview with you when you were first traded to the Magic, and and you said you want to be that you know you'd like to be maybe an actor or a comedian, and I you know you were so dry in that interview, and I came away thinking. 
I'm not sure that's ever going to happen for Vooch. <laughs> but now, over time, you know, you spend time. You spend time with Nicola, and you know understand. Really. You understand. No, yeah, the, this guy. The, you know, he's got a very dry sense of humor, yeah. very <laughs> strong wit, and I love that. You know, you. No, you it's. I mean, it's the, the way we are, and a lot of my friends back home, and some people when you don't know me, and you know, you know, you, but that's why I don't really do it usually when people I don't know, because I don't want to come off wrong, and if they don't know me, and then I mean, they might not like it. But I think uh, once you get to know me, you just know that I just like a sense of humor. And uh, I think people that know me now, they're used to it and they know when I'm joking or not. And uh, but that's just, you know, how I grew up and that's how we, you know, we joke a lot back home. And it's not for everybody, but, you know, I, I mean, I, I enjoy it. Yeah, we appreciate it. <laughs> but back, back to the all things, as long as it makes yourself laugh. <laughs> back to the, back to the all star thing. That's the way we are, yeah. though. Yeah, yeah so absolutely. Right it's in. the same. Yeah. Fit, I think yeah, it's yeah, funny absolutely. that it's funny. <laughs> it's good stuff. But I'm watching that all star game. And um, you know you're you're going back and forth. There's a three. You go from the mid, you know, from the top of the key back to the other top of the key. There's another three. Now you're running back when you're on the floor. You're just going from yeah. from the top of the circle to the top of the circle. The game is, you know, it's just a three point shooting fest. I, I you know, and I'm watching this, and I, Jeff and I talked about it. <laughs> what would Kareem Abdul Jabbar do in an All Star game today? Yeah, right. that's a great question. Oh, yeah. Wilt Chamberlain, Bill Russell. They'd never get the ball. They would never get the ball. I went back and looked at the box scores of those guys. The enormous numbers. You know, they were playing basketball back in the 60s and 70s and 80s. The All-Star game was a basketball game. It's a three-point shooting fest now. Does that did that bother you, or is that that's just the way it or is? Did you know that was coming? Like, did anybody yeah. warn you about that? No, I knew it was. I, I <laughs> you know, I had an idea it was going to be like that, uh, but I, I got my conditioning in, so it wasn't bad. <laughs> well, you but didn't have far no. to run. You just went, you know, like no, but twenty I mean, feet for left a big right. man. Yeah, it's not easy. Uh, I mean, but I mean, yeah. To me, it was mostly just, I just need to score. You know, I just had to just score. get a bat. Just get I a score, bucket. I'm on the board forever, and I'm good. Then I just whatever. But I was I was trying to set screens and roll and try because you know, I figured nobody was going to low man or anything but I was wide open but no, I didn't really <laughs> didn't go my way but I also was a rookie all-star game I think that had something to do with it but it's definitely more of a you know, guard dominated game and I mean you're right about all those other bigs uh you know if they played I mean maybe they would have more of a presence and they would have to give them the ball but I, I just you know don't, don't see it much uh yeah I was trying to really also you not know, get a three up but you know it didn't happen and I was trying really but it's the it's the way it is, uh, but yeah, I mean, maybe the more all stars I do, then maybe the, the the more the ball will come to me. Fusha, I've always wondered this, and now I've got you here to ask. Okay, so you on all star the game night, right? Like you have a routine that you prepare for a game and everything, but this is the all star game, so you walk in the locker room, and it's all the best players in the league. Um, you have a coaching staff. Coach Budenholzer is in there and everything. Take us through what that is. Like your preparation, what the coaches say to you in the locker room? Because, all right, go out and have fun, or what is it? Well, actually, Coach Budenholzer was also my coach for the uh, rookie sophomore game, which which was funny. Oh, he was right. my coach again, uh, but uh, I mean, he didn't honestly. He didn't say much. Uh, he was just like, you know, have fun, enjoy it, be safe, and then in the last couple of minutes, you know, if it's a close game, uh, you know, try to win it. That's really all he said. It was really the shortest uh, speech we had. <laughs> Uh, but to me, I mean, what, when you walk in and you saw, you know, uh, all those players in there, 
Uh, also, I w although I was first, you know, uh, as a rookie, you know, you have to come in <laughs> early. Uh, but you see me in all those jerseys hanging with the, the player's name is is impressive, and uh, you know, it's just a, you know, it's a proud moment for you to be a along all those players. But at the same time, I also you know really felt like I belonged there amongst all of them, and I felt like I had all their respect, which was you know great to see. They all you know. Um, they all congratulate you. They all, you know, tell you that you deserve it, and you could tell that it was that they really meant it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it's a huge experience, and that's the thing. One of the parts I really enjoyed the most to meet those guys off the court, see how they are, you know, see how they interact with other people, and I really, I mean, I, I don't know the other team. I wasn't on it, but here with the team Giannis, uh, everybody was really, you know, re really cool, you know, really down to earth. Uh, it was, you know, we had a good time. We were joking around. It was funny. You know, guys telling stories from, you know past all-star games from you know th things that happened with them and uh and it was funny you know it was, it was a good time uh, although you don't really actually spend much time with your team because we all have individual stuff uh so it's really mostly the practice and then uh, right before the game uh but even before the game you know guys you know doing treatment or they're warming up or they're doing media and so it, i mean the most time i spent with the players was really on the bench and uh, that was fun you know, with, i was sitting next to dirk most of the time and uh you know he was always the whole game cracking jokes <laughs> and uh, he's a great guy and uh, that, that was also special for me to get to know him uh you know, s you know play with him uh his last game that, that was a great experience but uh yeah i mean the whole routine thing that just you know goes out the window you just <laughs> come there and you play i mean it's just it's just you know it's so much going on you don't really think about all those things i think We've been saying for three years you should be an all-star. We've, yeah. we've seen the, the progression in your game. But uh, how are you handling the national attention? You're on Christine Leahy's show. You're on the Woj podcast. You're sitting on my bed doing this one. <laughs> <laughs> how are you? This is great. you got guys on TNT saying Nick Vucevic is definitely an all-star. I mean, how is this kind of surreal? Have you thought about it? Or how much are you enjoying that part of it? I mean, I, I, I'm enjoying it. Uh, but, I mean, I don't um... – I don't. I don't really think about it much differently. You know, I think it's. Uh, I think I've earned it, and uh, I, I have. The, the, I mean, I've earned it to be there. And uh, I mean, I see now. You know, more fans. You know, when we go play on the road and stuff. You know, recognize me, and uh, more people come talk to me and all that. And but that's just that. that just comes with it. But uh, no, it's something that I've. You know, I've worked for it. I wanted to you know, to achieve and uh, get the respect. You know, uh, nationwide. And uh, so now it's just on me to you know to stay there and uh, improve and uh, keep going. But. Uh, yeah, it doesn't no necessarily you no know, bring much pressure or anything. Uh, you know, if I've gotten to this point you know, by by playing at a high level this year, and I think it can sustain it. I guess we want to be mindful of your time and get you on here. We we know you got to meet your guy on 57th, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's got a shipment in his room. <laughs> he's got to drop off at the corner. He's got to get rid of that stuff. Just by let 3 him know that some guy named Dante is going to come <laughs> by right. a little later. That's right. Hopefully, you don't have to carry that all down there by yourself. Hopefully, you got people. But um, th th you've, I've heard you say, and you handle it great. Th this free agency thing at the end of the season is it real? Can you really just not think about it? You, you really can kind of shelve it and wait till the end of the season and let Magic fans know. I, I know. Know, we'd love to keep you obviously and we hope you're that's coming the back plan, right but you're coming back right <laughs> I mean, right uh, we just put this all to bed right now can, yeah we can we, you just announce it here on on the podcast <laughs> no, i mean i think I've, I've been uh i've just been able to you know shut those shut that uh, off uh like before like the, all the trade talks that i've been in uh and now i mean with, with free agency uh although I, I don't necessarily get the attention that you know kevin duran or some of those guys get but uh Not yet, but maybe but uh yeah i mean i just i really try to to, to put it aside because if I did think about it, I know I know it would be a distraction for me. You know, I know it would affect me and it would maybe affect my play. And you start thinking about all these extra stuff that that just bother you. And 
you know, things have been going great for me this year and uh, for the team as well. And just so I just want to keep it up. And uh, I'm sure as it gets closer, I will think about it more and it'll be in my mind. But uh, for now, really, you know, I mean, it's not until July and I, I don't want to think about it. And uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, when the time comes, I'll make the decision. You know, obviously, pe people know, you know, uh, you know what what I have in Orlando and all the relationships that I built and the time, the great time that I have and everything. Uh, but it's also a mutual thing, you know. It's also, you know, it's it's me and the magic, and uh, so we'll see when the time comes, uh, what happens. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, love, I mean, I look at everything and make the best decision for me. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I wish I could give you an answer. I wish I knew the answer now, but <laughs> I don't. Well, let us know how we can help. Jeff's really good at trimming trees. I'm yeah. good at cleaning yeah. pools. <laughs> I can get your gutters. <laughs> you can get the gutters. I'm not doing any of that. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. No we way. appreciate it, Booch, and uh, good luck the rest of the way. This is a lot of fun, and let's keep this thing going. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks, All Booch. Right. Thanks again to Nick Vucevic for stopping by. And uh, I tell you what, that's a special guy, fellas. If the opportunity to... If we can find a way, this management, to keep him on board, that's a guy you don't want to let get away, and hopefully they can work that all out. I, I, I'm just so impressed with the kind of guy that he is and, and the, obviously the year that he's having. Yeah, he's having a tremendous year, and it, you know, it's hard to, to get a guy you know, in, in the prime of his career and get a guy rolling like he's, he's got it going. So yeah, hopefully he'll be around for a while. But you know, the exciting thing right now is with him as a guy you can count on, because Jeff and I talk about it all the time, you look at any segment of his season, we mentioned it last night, last 10 games, last five games, right. January, February, October, um, home, road, it's all 18 to 22 points a game, 9 to 12 rebounds a game, 48 to 52% shooting, 35 to 40% three, I mean everything, no matter where you look at his season. Steady. He's just been there. Yeah. That's what he's been doing all year. Yeah, well, you know what you can, you know what you're going to get when Vooch is on the floor, and I think that's, you know, but that's part of him coming into the prime of his career at 28 years old. And uh, yeah, I don't know about you guys, but you know, it just feels like you know we, he's he's been a part of this organization for a while. Right. You get to know him, you like him. Um, you know, personally, I just want him to be here. You know, I think he's a great player, um, but you know, for us, you know. The, doing all the broadcasts and everything, he's he's accessible and um, you know so we root for him. Mm -hmm. We've had all stars before, obviously. We've had you know and guys make their first all star team. Tracy McGrady made his first all star team with us, and obviously like Dwight Howard. When Vooch made the all star team, I was like just so and I, not to say I wasn't happy for those other guys, but it just is different. It was different, and you just felt so good that he finally cracked right. through. Um, I don't know. It just it was it's a different feeling, and yeah, like you just want to have this guy around. He's 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 earned it. it. Was a different feeling overall with this team right now. Twenty one games left, and there seems to be a belief. Like these guys are, feels like they celebrated wins more in years past. They've taken everything in stride. I, I think there's a belief and a focus with this group that that they can make it to the postseason. What we're sitting at. 62% odds as of today to, to get into the postseason. They, they seem to believe they're going to get, they're going to do it, which would be great. Yeah. Uh, Jeff and I talk about it a lot and, and you're, you're a player. You've been on teams that I, what I call it, you catch lightning. Yeah. When you catch lightning as a team, that's hard to do. You know, it really is. And right now you've been on teams, Jeff, that, that caught lightning that, you know, were hard to guard, that just defended. Everybody was on a string and playing together and, you know, with one purpose, and uh, you can win a lot of games. You can do a lot of things when you get that, no matter whether you have three all-stars or not. When you're a team that's hard to play against and is together on the offensive end and everybody buys in, 
you can do a lot of pretty pretty great things, and that is where I think the magic are right now. So if you can, I don't see any reason why it can't continue for the rest of of this season, and then hopefully beyond. But you know, we ought to just stay focused on what could happen this year right now because. Things could get pretty interesting for this club the last couple of months of the season. Yeah, I think it's the timing of it, right? It's when you catch that lightning. Um, and it's, you know, with 20, 20 games left, you know, the guys, I think they can see it, right? Like, and, you know, and, uh, and Vooch talked about, you know, they were 12 games under 500 and they made that run. And so now they can see it. Um, and they're playing the right way, playing very well right now. So I think it, you know, I, I think it will continue just because. Um, you know, anytime you can see the finish line and you're right there, I think that that and helps they can as well. See it, they yeah. can definitely see it. And they like they're Luke playing said, for something. Yeah. They know how they have to play yeah. right, to be successful. And now everybody's bought in, and you know, you just keep it rolling. It all you, circles back to Cliff a little bit, doesn't it? Like yeah. Cliff really has these guys. He from the beginning of training camp. He would put them in instances where it's like, okay, if you're gonna, when we're in a playoff series. Right against so-and-so, I mean, it all, and it just, you can see it now, and it's almost like they're believing now, okay, well, this is why we were doing this in September. You know, this is why we were doing this in October. Like, it's now, as we're getting to April, and things are starting to really matter. You know, it's coming to light here. A I love hearing those huddles, but there's sometimes he says something, I'm like, whoa. <laughs> I, don't, I honestly don't know how I would react. I think he would cry. I think he would cry. Cool, but it's great, but he understands it's, it's not personal. It comes from a, you know, we're, we're trying to win games yeah. here. Is that, is that, what a gift that is great. as a coach to be able to, I mean, get on oh, a guy hard. Absolutely. And not lose that but, guy. But he also encourages him too. You have to, and he's, well, that's, he's that very must be much, how he does yeah. it. Yeah. He's very, he's very encouraging. I, I personally, and again, speaking, as a former player, if I come to the huddle, I, I like it when the coach calls, you know, if, if I'm doing something wrong, tell me what I'm doing yeah, wrong. Right. Don't make a generalization, you guys. and Gotcha. Thing, because I think what happens is... There's it, no generalization. No. If <laughs> you know. say... It's too easy, easy to pass the buck. It's too right? easy, right? Yeah. If, you know, if he's like, you, know, you guys got to do a better job rebounding the basketball or something. And, you know, I can look to my right and says, well, I'm just... Man. Got to, he must be talking about. <laughs> right. yeah, he's right. talking about George. He's not talking about me. I do have to rebound better. Did you ever comes... get a rebound when you played basketball? I got some long rebounds that bounced out to me. Yes, yes. So, so, sometimes they, you know, sometimes the lane would open up and the yeah. ball would drop right to me. I could, I think I averaged point three rebounds. Steals? Did you ever get many steals I got a couple or steals. charges? Yeah. Charges, hey, okay, no, I so never, we, charges? <laughs> who's going to do that? Gonna, before me. we close this thing out, are you are you happy the Hall of Fame stuff is done? Oh, this is our first me? chance to catch up. But no, it was is, great. It was great. But I, I'm glad to get back to normal. But I appreciate everything. I appreciate all you guys, you know, and what Ty Eastham did producing that that show. That was, that was he produced show. the heck out of oh, that. Yeah, it was a good show. That, uh, is that your Emmy? Show. Is that going to be your Emmy show, guys? I think so. That's I think the one that's going to be the one that's going to win it. We'll never win an Emmy. Oh, no, that one's going to win. When you win the Emmy, do you get like 12 of the Hall of Fame, we don't <laughs> win an Emmy. I don't know gonna, how we're going to win an Emmy. I don't think that's ever going to happen. Do you, you know, know how, you know how we'll know when we're going for the Emmy is the broadcast where we just have a bunch of kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get more kids on, on the air. Kids are important. 
This I, is Preston. This is Cole. Yeah. <laughs> I've got well, I've got the Magnificent Seven right in my family. You, do, right. Right. On there. you could make that happen. Yeah. Do you guys think it was weird that they had to carry David in here on that on that like Cleopatra type throne and then sat him down? <laughs> By the way, I the don't podcast? like grapes with seeds. Just <laughs> right. Okay. I right. like seedless grapes. Seedless grapes. So make note of that, please. Okay, George, I'm sorry. I'm time. very sorry, sir. Did you guys notice on the plane last night? Did you guys notice on the plane flying here? Yes. How the you know the even the the flight, the flight attendants were like calling Mr. David. Yeah, that's exactly right. You know, David says, a new respect, "Can I get I've some noticed. of those?" I don't know what was he looking for. Yogurt covered raisins. Yogurt covered raisins. Right. Those oh are yes, good. yes, Mr. sir, I'll yes, find sir. Chop chop. Then David went chop chop. Chop, chop, everybody. Yeah. It's unbelievable. It's a new world out there, boys. I am, I am tired of getting your suitcase, though. I am tired of dragging your damn suitcase everywhere. I will say that. I'll be at your house at 10 to cut your lawn, But sir. you're glad that's over. But that must have been. Yeah, was, what a, what a great, great, what a great couple of days that was. My family, really. That's It meant so sure. much to them. They, they got such a kick out of it. Um, because, you know, they were talking about, my daughters were saying, hey, maybe could we be magic dancers tonight? Maybe they let us. They were saying, what could we get away with tonight? <laughs> See how far they could stretch the envelope? My son-in-law wanted to be the coach, wanted to be a coach. He's a high school coach in Tennessee. Maybe they'll let me you know, sit on the bench with Steve Clifford. I said, I don't know. I don't think you guys can get that far. They had a great yeah, time. Great. Awesome. Mary Kate was doing a countdown. She did the countdown. She's doing jazz hands to the crowd. <laughs> it was That's so much great. fun to watch That's them. Great. Sally's like, I always want to sing the anthem. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Throw her out there. I'll take a shot at it. Yeah. Never mind. I was. Gonna, I was going to say. <laughs> I knew something. where you were going. Right, well, give us, uh, let's close with a coach update. Let's give us a coach update here. What's uh, coach, coach behave with all that? Coach had, that you uh, had. Well, we had to board him. Oh, you had to board you know, him. We had the little spoiled uh, designer dog spent a night in the in the kennel. Well, so, no, 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 no. He didn't it, well, tell, was, da, tell yeah, Dante yeah. where he spent the night. Uh, Miss Emily's bed and biscuit. Right. <laughs> That's not the kennel. <laughs> That's not the kennel. That is not the kennel. <laughs> no. He was living the high life. I yeah. think he got his nails done. I'm sure he did. <laughs> um, Miss yeah. Emily's bed and biscuit. That's yeah. right. That's yeah, what it's, it's called. Yeah. That's right. She's getting a nice plug here for uh-huh. the tens of people that hear this. Right? <laughs> yeah. But, uh, the so, kennel. yeah, he, but it was, you know, I mean, he was separated from his people, no, though. that's true. For 24 hours. So he's like, that, yeah, that little guy's like a leech. leech. He's horrible. Yeah. We used to put our dog in, in the kennel. My dog was <laughs> in the kennel over the All-Star break. We used break. to do that. <laughs> Came this back guy, with an ear infection. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, when I come back, I want to be coach. I mean, it, this yeah, guy's got it made. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Me too. You guys take care of that thing. Yeah.